Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the 10,000 Minute Experiment. Please go check out 10,000minutes.com if you want to get free text messages or get emails that will help you and remind you of what's going on here. And if this is encouraging to you, would you consider actually giving to 10,000minutes.com, which is actually a nonprofit? And then as always, would you rate, like, and subscribe to this channel on whatever platform you're listening to? Thanks, you guys. Well, everybody, welcome to the 10,000-minute experiment. <laughs> yeah. And to my depressed left. Dead. Yes. Dead. Sad. And we're going to hey talk guys. through it. Yeah. yeah. Chris Cleveland. Great. Hey, y'all. And to my beautiful right. Oh, oh. Thank you. I thought you were going to say anxious right. Radiant. Well, that's true, yeah. too. Radiant right. <laughs> Radiant right. Gosh, you're oh. a, such a songwriter. No, wow. that's a toothpaste Amoy Donis. Amoy <laughs> Donis. Hi. Hi, everyone. Okay, so you guys, this past week, we jumped in, in real quick right before this. Chris just said right before we started, he said, what, why'd you even say that was your least favorite word? You would. There was another word that you said that I couldn't say. <laughs> dribble? No. Dribble. You said I dribble. couldn't say dribble. And yeah. I said, you know what word I hate? Incubation. Because <laughs> it's a little... <laughs> I said, why? He said, for obvious reasons. Yeah. Obvious reasons. <laughs> it's sharp up top. Yeah. It says... Ubation on the back. It's just a weird word, you know. Makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh gosh. This <laughs> yeah. has been my favorite beginning. Ever. We don't like none of this is staged. No, no, no. No. It's just literally our personalities. Oh boy. Oh, or boy. our dysfunctions. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. One, one of the three. Okay, so this week the experiment was all about expecting God. That we would just walk around expecting God. Not what he can do for us. But in our conversations and our tensions, which I'm feeling wonderful tension at this table, chaos, anxiety, <laughs> misunderstandings, and in the beauty, what does it look like for us to expect God? Okay, so how'd this week go? You started us out, Chris, by saying that you're, <laughs> would you say you're angry this morning? A little. I said, uh, I can't remember. It's not a great day. Yeah, it's not a great day. And I was saying, are you, is it mad? Or are you sad? Yeah, and I think it's both. But I, as I think about I've been thinking about it all morning. Actually, since last night, or maybe all day yesterday, too. A while. Uh, <laughs> For the past year. Really. Oh, no. It's like every day. Just the past five years. No, I think, so I'm in the middle of all of my record stuff. So as I said, this week we were actually expecting God. And in this next section, Chris kind of goes through some of his unmet expectations with his job. But I would encourage you to put your own unmet expectations through the same lens as Chris talks about his story. It's not just writing songs. Like you you get into this for a love of music or ministry or whatever it is. And you're like, oh, I wrote this song and I want it to get out into the world somehow and do its thing but it's not that it's like you know you write this song and then you have to do all this stuff and then you it has to go through the system and by the time it actually makes it to the world you're like three years down the road and you don't care about this song anymore (laughs) it just doesn't matter right and so i think what i have let myself do is create unrealistic expectations for what perhaps could be this next batch of songs and how they get released into the world. And now I am coming back down to reality, and it's very disappointing to me. When all of that hits at once, it's like, oh my gosh, why am I even freaking doing this? Hmm. That's what I'm thinking this morning. Is this more about expectations of other people? Is it more expectations of yourself? And then I want to get to what the expectation of 
God is. Okay. I think the expectation of myself is that I could change a system that I know how it works. But and the expectation of people is like maybe they could do better. Yeah. Uh because we're operating in a in a world that like is so slow and I know that. And then I'm hoping that they'll like figure it out, but I know they won't. Yeah. So I'm setting myself up for failure. And then I guess the expectation of God is that he won't use these the way I want him to if it's a year after I want him to do it. Yeah, if it's if it's not I done guess. in your timing. Yeah, it's it's all like me being um, upset that it's not my time. Yeah, and not trusting God to use it in His. Yeah, I mean, it, there's such a you're so much playing king in this situation. Yes. You know, the king of the kingdom of Chris. Yeah. And try that. I mean, this is what I do all the time. This is like one of my main indictments on myself is that I have a little kingdom. It's called the Timmons kingdom. Yeah. And it's in the grander kingdom of God. And I'm like, God, let's do this together. My kingdom's going to totally push your kingdom and it's going to be great. But yeah. here's what I want to do. Here's how I think it should go. Yeah. Hmm. And then it's like, no, no, no. We're not going to do it your way at all. Am I okay with that? Apparently not this morning. Yeah. 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 Mm. Do you feel like it's just this project or it's a thing you come up against every I think time? I come up against it a lot. Mm. What other areas? Mainly mainly like in this thing, but mm-hmm. I think it's a if I like really sat back and thought about it, like I probably hit a wall like this each year for something, you know. Because I'm a, I try to be both like pessimist op- optimist realist like all of those things yeah but then when you let yourself like go a little bit and then you get ripped back man it's a it's a it sucks (laughs) (laughs) you totally just held back words you were about to say that was so good it's all good (laughs) so good that was so friendly for the whole family right there (laughs) it does suck that that is that is such a hard process. Yeah. It's like me setting up expectations I know are unrealistic, but I do it anyways. Yeah. Hmm. And then not trusting God to be in, through, and over it all. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, that was it's literally the practice, and I think one of the gifts of being able to talk this stuff out with each other is that we get to go, oh, that's actually the point of the practice yeah, or the yeah, experiment yeah. is to then, in the midst of it, go... Actually, I'm going to blame this experiment on why this happened. You know, when people like pray for patience yeah. and then and then they realize, oh, God, no. You yeah. Know. yeah. That's what just happened. Yeah. It's your fault, Tim. You know what? You're welcome. You are so, so welcome. Yeah. So today we're talking about expectations with God. Next week is we're going to be talking about expectations of ourselves. Yeah. And then next week is expectations with others. So this we're just going to be diving. I got them stuff. all in. Yeah. You guys are going to really know how a record works by the end of this. No. Yeah. There's so much more. But but this can this can go so much beyond just doing a record. I mean, this yeah. is expectations of mm-hmm. how your kids grow up, or mm-hmm. how your work goes, or mm-hmm. yep. I mean, anything of your house, how you want your house to look, or how you know. Yeah. It, this hits all the buttons. It just specifically for you today hits that button. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. And that's, it's almost maybe that's kind of what you pay a lot of, most of your attention to. Yeah. In the season Not in a right bad now. way. Like that, that's for sure. We all have things mm-hmm. that. That's where all my intentions going right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Moy, are you happy today? Are you depressed today? <laughs> I'm anxious today, guys. 
Any dog sitters out there? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this morning, Moy walks in, and I'm doing this show tonight that both of these rad humans are going to hang with me yes. doing. And Moy's like, I don't think I can go tonight. I'm like, why? And she said, Guys, I just don't, I can't leave these dogs. I'm attached. She's house sitting. In a complicated relationship. Can you still do that on Facebook? That's what I'm in. She's, she's house sitting two dogs. It's complicated. Yeah, I'm dog sitting. I wish I could tell you what kind of dog it is. I just don't know anything about dogs, but I know I love them. And I'd give my life. Yeah. So I'm like, I can't. Uh, how, I, how long have you been house, dog, sorry, not house, dog sitting? Dog sitting slash house sitting uh, since Saturday night. Are you staying in the house with the dogs? I am. Do you sleep in the bed? Uh, they sleep like beside the bed okay. and the owner was like, you know, you can leave them in the mudroom. They can sleep there, yeah. lock the door. And I'm like, I'm not heartless. Like <laughs> oh they can come sleep gosh, with me. Boy. And so in the middle of the night I wake up and I'm like calling him because I'm like, where'd you go? I'm the needy one. Come oh back. Oh my gosh. It's just awful. I've been waking up at 5.30 a.m. just to let them out because yeah. I'm paranoid that I, and I know I'm projecting on these dogs. I'm paranoid that they're holding it in because <laughs> I'm an awful dog sitter. And they're like, this woman won't let us out to go pee. So I'm like, waking up at 5 like, I got to get these guys out. And they're just like, you woke me up. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I'm doing <laughs> You ruined fine. my sleep. Let you know. That's why I'm eating grass. I don't know. I'm just. Moy. But, but my friends, they're so kind. They gently are just like, hey, is there something with dogs or like just taking care of somebody that like triggers you yeah. and then i'm like let's not talk about it anyways <laughs> i have till monday i can do this and they have to come over so i had a friend come over and i was like look at it is it sad and she's like it's so happy it's a dog yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i'm like oh my gosh i can't be a mom i can't do it it's too much for my nerves no you totally can but it that that is such a good lesson i love it so moise she's like i'm not gonna come tonight because i've gotta i don't want to leave the dogs i'm leaving them for this you know hour right now so when I mean, you pet them all the time uh, yes yeah. i play with them i let them have my shoes i'm like that can oh, be your toy gosh. because you haven't played with anything for days you- have my shoes. Uh, I'll sit my dogs next yeah. time we leave. No, They'll no, have the no. best time. <laughs> yeah. They will just be in heaven. But like for real, yeah, yeah it's funny because it's dogs. Right. But when I don't know what's expected, I am triggered. Like clear communication is a passion of mine. Ooh, yeah. Okay. So like I love conflict. I love talking about things over and over again until we get to the core. I'm all about collaboration. Mm. When a dog's like not saying a thing, not even <laughs> wagging a tail, yeah. I'm like, you're depressed. Yes. And I know it because dogs wag Xanax. their tails. I know that. I don't need a dog to know that. You're not wagging yours. And so uh, I'm just like, man, Moy, when, you, when I have to assume I'm triggered and I assume the worst. Yeah. So yeah. it kind of like made me spiral. And I was like, man... Of course, dogs, you know, would get me into a deeper layer of my spirit. But I was like, when, how long have I been like thinking that? Like, how long have I just been assuming the worst every time I don't know what's expected out of me or someone's not communicating with me? And it went all the way back till, and I think I mentioned it once to, to you, Tim, but I think it was like around age 10 or nine mm-hmm. when it just smacked me that I was like, oh, I will always sin like on earth i'll always sin i can't be perfect and i can't like live a perfect life even if even though i know everything that's expected of a holy Mm. life i i will always sin 
and he'll always have to give me grace. And I'm not okay with that. I feel like I'm failing somebody who's like not failing me. Uh And ever since then, when I don't know what's expected or I don't have clear communication or I'm dog sitting, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm failing in every way. And now I'm just going to have to like accept it. What about the age of 10? Yeah. Like, good question. Brings you into that. What happened then? There was a season where like my mom and I just did not get each other at all. And then my grandpa passed away. I never got to meet him. He passed away. And then I really didn't know my mom. I never knew what made her mad. I never knew what made her distant from me. And I think she was just a sad woman for a while. But for me, it was like, I'm doing it all wrong. And I'm trying to be Mm. the perfect child. And I'm trying to get out of your way or make you laugh. And it it was just a season where I was like, no, there's no way around it. Like sometimes Mm. you just don't check the boxes and eliminate the tension or the assuming or you know and ever since then i think i'm like man i kind of see god that way too where a little bit like of what you said where i'm like what's the point of doing it Uh i wrote a scripture down actually that made me think of it from proverbs 19 21 where it says many are the plans in the mind of a man but it's the purpose of the lord that will stand Uh, i used to read it like that's right i don't care what you do mm, i do what i do and i'm like uh, Oh, you're right. That's just a fact. And I'm going to try, but I'm going to mess it up. And he has to redo it with his plans. And, Mm -hmm. you know, he's always going to be covering up my messes. And they never felt like gifts. They just felt like it's just it's what it is, Moy, you know? So I think ever since. So how do you see it now? I think I sometimes still see it that way. Yeah. I mean, I think 2020 was weird for everyone. And it's like a big season of wonder for me about myself and about God that I've never been in before, which is a gift. But I would say because of the disruption, I've been pushed into that. But before 2020, I've always seen it as like, I'm moving to a different city because I ruined it. I'm doing a different project because God had to redo my plans. And, you know, and I've always taken that verse kind of like, I'm trying to figure it out, but I always get it wrong. So do you have a new thought of what it could be? Yeah. I think I still have an expectation that God has to redo everything for me. Mm. But a part of me is also like, or he's just like disrupting things all the time to get me to a more curious posture, like a more, Mm. like a place of wondering more of him instead of the one thing. Like, are you always mad? I don't know what upset you. And maybe it's more of like, Oh, what am I delighting in today? What what about you do I not know? I was just thinking about expectations. I'm like, man, I didn't know I had that one. But uh-huh. it comes up every time I'm triggered or every time I hit a wall. I'm like, that's right. Because I'm dumb. Uh-huh. <laughs> like when I try to do something, you're like, well, in the end, I have the last say. You're seeing it as like an authoritative parent, I right? do, mm-hmm. I do. And I think it's like a reflection too of my season with my mom. Where I was like, I mean, you're the parent. So like in the end, I have to adapt to you, you know? So I feel like sometimes I have to just adapt to God. But I'm in in a different season right now where I'm like, or he's just been inviting me in conversation with all these disruptions. They're not really failures of my expectation. Uh, They're just... I mean, you could could hear the scripture. So it's, uh, I'm just reading what, what Moy wrote, Proverbs 19, 21. Many are the plans in the mind of a man or woman, human. But it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. Yeah. I mean, that that could be read as like, you sucker. 
Yeah. You blew it, but you know what? I'm going to make it right because I'm God and you suck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or you could read it. As someone who like favors me, so his plans will always stand. If I really remember God's character, and I'm only expecting a God who loves me, mm-hmm. then expectations matter not. Expectations on who God's character is will always come through. And I think it just depends on how I'm seeing it. But it's rare that I see it and like, man, that is, that's grace right there. Yeah, That's him coming through for me. Most of the time I see it as like, yeah, because I can never live up to the expectation. Yeah. That place first. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've read it the same way, just so you know. Mm. You're not not alone in that. But I think as I look at it and as I think of the bigger story that I've been trying to live and experiment with truly is that he is at work in all these things Mm -hmm. and working for the good. (laughs) You know, what we could just go into a whole definition of good might be something we even rethink mm. at some point yeah. is what good yeah. is uh, because my version of good and his version of good may be really different. Right. But uh, it's, yeah. it's almost, it's almost more exciting to go, Oh, awesome. I'll make a bunch of plans. You know, as people saying, Hey, what's the will of God? Should I do right. this job? Should I take yeah. this role? Uh-huh. Which I think is really dangerous. I think it's mm. a dangerous mm-hmm. way of living our mm-hmm. lives, you know? Me too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've done it. Yeah. Or I've said, oh, I felt God was leading me here, but I've always then come back and said, did I? Or did I just make that decision? I was talking to a friend the other day, and he was kind of in this thing where he was thinking about changing careers. He was just like, I'm just waiting for God to like tell me what to do. Mm. And I just had this thought. I was like, you know what, man? And this is a little bit of my grandma who passed away uh, last year. <laughs> She's talking to my brother once. He's talking about jobs. And she says, listen. I believe God is everywhere, so go where the money is. And, uh, and I thought that merch. was hilarious. <laughs> but but I was talking to my friend, and I was like, man, you know, I don't know that God has this one path for mm-hmm. us. I think that he's committed to be with us on the journey. Yeah. And he will work our paths out for good, whichever path we choose. So I think he gives us a lot more free will in that than we might give ourselves credit for. Yeah, I mean, think think about it, even just expecting God. So if if my expectations are that God will do X, Y, or Z, mm-hmm. he will do this for me. Mm-hmm. He will show me where to go work. And maybe he does. I mean, who are we? Like, he might do that with some people. And, yeah. and there have been moments in my life that I've thought, you know what? I've, I've sensed this in my heart. It's either God or it's good pizza or something. It's something. Uh-huh. I do expect that he is with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's something so powerful about this past week. Just in my experiment with this, just expecting God in my conversations, tensions, chaos, anxieties, misunderstandings, beauty, etc. I've had just a really stressful week. Mm-hmm. So I'm planning for the show I'm doing tonight and this video thing. and But all, all the things that I do are all kind of happening this week. And so I've been super stressed. And I've truly found rest in just expecting the nearness of God in it. Huh. It's been a, a, such a gift to me this week. Obviously, there are moments I forget, hence why I look down at my wrist and see the little, little X, you know, but that he is working through even my shortcomings mm-hmm. and that he's just not deterred from me doing an A-plus job at it or a B job at something. So you're able to come in and say, like, even in the stress, God, I know you're going to work this out for my good. 
or you're at least with me while we're doing it. Yeah, yeah. And that I think I have so much of my value attached to what I do and how good I do what I do. Yeah. And even for God. I mean, that's why I right. tote this all the time. I don't work for God. I work with him, walk with him. And I say it so much because it's what really has so much of my attention because my value truly, if I broke it down, is in how good I can do for God. Yeah. His expectations of me are like, hey, dude, I made you. Let's let's do this. Let's kill this. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, God, I'm gonna do my I'm gonna do my best and rock it for you. Yeah. And this <laughs> week I just was like, oh, well, you know what, God, you're gonna do cool things. I'm just gonna rest in that versus expect you to do awesome things. I'm gonna let you do what you want to do in the midst of this thing, and I'm just gonna show up. I like that. So there's a girl that I've kind of adopted. And one of my first tours years ago, I met her and her mom and. It's just a rough story. Uh-huh. That's all there is to it. So many details of the story. So many hard details of the story of her folks. And gosh, that's a whole nother story. Yet we kind of adopted her, not literally, but just I knew that it was, this is a girl that I need to, mm-hmm. I get to love for the rest of my life uh-huh. and the rest of her life, if she's willing. And she called me this week saying, uh, texted me saying, hey, I think I'm pregnant. And she's in high school. I immediately was wanting to go into fix mode. Just yeah. how do I fix all that stuff? But then as I stopped and was remembering the experiment was I'm going to expect God not to not make her pregnant uh-huh. or expect God to do any of these things or to change her mind or I was praying for that. But is she going to get an abortion? Is she? How do I help her in this? Uh-huh. But I just stopped and was like, okay, you are at work in this situation. My expectation of you is that you're at work in this situation and that I don't have to fix her. That it was just so freeing mm. to me in a stressful week. Yeah. When I was sober enough to remember it, that's what helped me. Yeah. Mm. And then probably in that moment, you can be more present to her than trying to think, Gosh, so try true. to like have an angle. So true. And try and get her to do what you want her to do in yeah. some way. That probably helps her more in the long run than anything else you guys have any thoughts this week of when it was hard for you or i've been uh, trying to read more this week actually when i first started going into real stress mode this week i was like okay put my phone away i honestly started going through like all the things that we've been doing get rid of the distractions just like kind of remove myself from it reading a lot so i was sitting in my garage as people do apparently <laughs> like the kid I, I drop the kids off for school i come back no i just got a cheap like fold it looks real classy yeah you know folding chair yeah folding yeah. chair in my garage people are running by i'm just waving at yeah. you know? like <laughs> this is great i have furniture in the backyard but no i'm in the yeah. i'm in the garage yeah with all the kids stuff and everything read my little book and and I just had this moment where i just tried to like sip the wind was blowing and you know i could kind of see the trees and the leaves moving and it's like is there a way to like just meet god in this space in this craziness mm-hmm. so there was a moment for me like in the midst of it where i'm like okay god i just kind of take this stress i can like see the end game and i can see how god can move through stuff but i feel like i honestly put so much expectation in myself yeah when that doesn't work out, try to pawn it off on God. It's like, now I'm going to see how far I can go before God has to step in. Wow. Hmm. You know, not that I'm going to fail. It's like, mm-hmm. no, no, no. I'm going to get this one right, God. Like, I'm not going to fail this time. And mm-hmm. uh, and you're not going to have to, you know, do this. 
just having a moment of saying, okay, let all this crap like go away. Let's find each other, you know, even in the breeze. It's just a, a good exercise for me that with everything going on, my four-year-old, I told you, broke his foot mm-hmm. this week. So we've had, because <laughs> my eight-year-old fell on it, apparently. <laughs> and uh, man, we've just, it's just been craziness in our house. Mm. That one was pretty funny, though. Because uh, he's a cute little kid. The boot is like the cutest thing I've okay, ever yeah, seen. I, I thought you were a terrible dad for a second. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, the the little boot on his foot is, it is cute. It's like yeah, it's a little video. It's of that. really funny. I think expectations of God. Like sometimes I just don't even let it get there mm-hmm. because I just continue to want to do it without. Okay, him. but is that an expectation even in and of itself? Like it even below be. that, do you expect God to not care about what you're doing? Do you expect him? to be too busy do you expect maybe it's all of it yeah maybe it's all of it maybe it's like i've got to do it because hmm. no one else is going to hmm. and it's got to be my way because no one else understands it mm-hmm. and so i'm i'm probably both like discounting god and not inviting him into it enough and intentionally keeping my expectations low i mean i do that all the time I actually, I just lower my expectations of God because eh, he's probably not going to hit it yeah, mm-hmm. or even come close or he's not going to do a dang thing how I see it. Yep. Yeah. And so I'm like, you know what? I'll just keep those expectations real low or I'll, I'll take care of it. Hmm. God wasn't part of the equation. Yeah. I'm so with you. I mean, I've said that many times and I'll say it many more times, but one of my main questions to God will be, what was your part and what was my part yeah. in this life? Hmm. I, I just, I wrestle with that. I don't know. I know what I'm supposed to say, and I know if I'm with a real charismatic group, they'll be like, my gosh, you're such yeah. an idiot, Tim. This yeah. is what God's part is. Right. So just let him do all, you know, which I, gosh, yes, yes, and amen. Yeah. Yet yeah. I just, if I'm real yeah. and if I'm honest, I don't exactly Oof. know what his role is and what my role yeah. is. And I think, like, the more you know, like, we turn the lights on in the church and turn them off when I was a kid. Like, I've heard mm-hmm. every sermon every way. I know what to say. I know mm-hmm. how to do it. So then I think I push back on it, maybe intentionally so. If I didn't know all the things, like I'm intentionally not doing those because I don't know, maybe I want God to prove it mm. or something. Mm. <laughs> I'm not sure. Trying to taste and see it yourself maybe. Yeah, I guess. Because I, I feel like that's what I do. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, but I haven't actually experienced that. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm going to stop saying it. Or, you know, stop, sure, like, sure. Repeating, repeating it, thinking, it, thinking it, it, until I'm actually doing it. I don't know. I find myself sometimes in those, like, really Christian circles, like, using the language. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? The? If I said this to my kids, mm-hmm. yeah, they would, have no clue you're talking. would they get it? Yeah, I think it's healthy to have a place where you can have a conversation and we don't, I don't have to fix you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't have yeah. to fix me. Hopefully God's bigger than that. Yeah, and I think it's learning to trust and have the expectation mm-hmm. that he is. Mm. And maybe on the outside of all of it, the 40,000-foot view is that God holds all this. You know, everything seems big when it happens, but as even huge things can seem less impactful, more insignificant with space and time and distance. And God has all of those things. And so sometimes I think for us to shrink him down to when my record comes out is so stupid. Oh, maybe uh, not stupid, but just just less. It's n- like it's like too nearsighted. Yeah, or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, we're at like a 
DEFCON 5 yeah. when it might be a DEFCON 1. In yeah, reality. or not even DEFCON. It's like, <laughs> it just is. Yeah. Yeah. And so I guess the balance for me then is saying, is God both intimate and personal in that mm. and so big yeah. that it's not a thing yeah. for him and like still holds it? How How does that relationship work? Yeah. And yeah. I think that's what we're really trying to figure out. Which is probably why him also being seen as a father is important. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like as a kid, that's what you see. You see someone that you're very intimate with and someone who has all the authority. Right. And like is in control of the room when you're in it. And so you feel at home with him, but you're also aware that he leads the atmosphere almost in a room. Does that make sense? Yeah, that does. So I feel like sometimes when we see God as a father, we're acknowledging both. He's a very intimate, relational person so with us. And mm. he's also in charge of everything we've ever needed or wanted. Yeah. And so with that reminder or lens, it's free to like plan all these things and be creative mm. and and then still be okay with it not coming through because we're in relationship with someone who knows that part of our heart. Yeah. Gosh, that's such a good analogy. I mean, I think of all the time with my kids, you know, they'll complain about something and something is so heavy hmm. on them. And I'm kind of going, oh my gosh. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you lost that game or you've got to stop playing games or, you know, mm -hmm. you know what, I mean, the dumbest of dumb things. And you want to say as a parent, you know, that there are kids in China, you know, that whole yeah, thing. Yeah. <laughs> but, but really, it's, it's, no. there's a similar feel of, Oh man, I love you so much. And oh gosh, if you had a bigger view, which you don't, and that's fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, you you would have mm -hmm. a little bit more sobriety of what's worth losing all of your sleep over and all of your attention uh, over. Mm -hmm. I love that idea, Moy. Thank you. That's mm -hmm. helpful for me. I know this concept of God as Father can feel so trite, but what if it's actually true and we can see God with this kind of fatherly wisdom and insight? What would it be like to say, God, would you give me your insight in these specific things that I'm going through right now? I want your view. I want your vision. So now we're going to get to know Chris Cleveland. And right after that, we'll jump into this next week's experiment. All right. We're, we're back. And Chris, you are screwed. <laughs> It is. Wow. Put it on my tab. Yeah, put it on my tab. So it's no. 10,000 thoughts. So okay. we've, we've, we've changed it to 10,000 thoughts yes. instead of 10,000 questions. Okay. And we'll probably change it at some point again. Yeah. Be great. 10,000 mm -hmm. dance moves is going to be coming mm -hmm. up pretty soon. 10,000 10, bad dates. Can't that, wait for that one. Ooh, I've got great. <laughs> hey, I got, I got so many ideas, guys. That's, Keep me around. Keep hey, me around. Hey, boy. <laughs> All right. So I'm just going to say a word and you just give me your thought. Okay. Once again, speed round. Oh, okay. man, it's going to get inappropriate. Okay, LaCroix. I, I hated when I started liking it. <laughs> Made me so mad, but now I'm in. Like addicted or? I'm not addicted. Well, when the pandemic happened, we had to cut back. Yeah. So I couldn't afford the $4 Financially. cases anymore. Yeah. So it's a bubbly <laughs> thing now. Yeah. And then I realized. Is bubbly cheaper? I honestly don't know. <laughs> but I was at the pool <laughs> pounding bubblies last summer. And I realized, what is it about these things? And it's like the exact consistency is like a Coors Light. And yeah. I, it 
pushed me back to college days. Oh yeah, it's it's, it's totally like, the, uh, the beer with no calories. Yeah, soda soda pops with no calories. I was just living the life. It's yeah. bubbly now, strawberry flavored. Wow. Oof. Ooh, I'll give you all my strawberries. <laughs> I'll take it. And all we'll switch. Wow, my true wife friendship. Is more of a line. She doesn't do bubbly. It, she it's a weird picky? when she finds like ones that like Target will have for a season. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then buys all of them. Um, mm-hmm. And then is disappointed when they're well not done. there anymore. Well Limited done. edition. <laughs> okay, I didn't uh, that much from Lacroix. Did <laughs> you? Yeah, 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 I did. Christmas. Oh. <laughs> the first thing I thought was, God, we have to drive so far. <laughs> My wife would be like, Yeah, that's what he's thinking about. My wife buys all the presents. She does all of it so well. I tend to procrastinate buy them a really expensive gift. Yeah. to make up for it. But this year, we told all the family like two years ago, we are not going anywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You want Christmas with us? Yeah. Come here. But also, Franklin, like Oprah Magazine, yeah. says Franklin is the second best place in the world for Christmas. So uh, just throwing that out there. Yeah. FYI. <laughs> and I, I, maybe we do a Christmas tour called Christmas with Us. I mean, you just said that. Let's go. That feels so right. Christmas with us. Gosh. We're in. Instead of God with us? Christmas. You know I mean, with Christ. Us. Mass. Yeah. Okay, favorite cuisine? Uh, just chicken. <laughs> really? Yeah, in general. It could be a, a thousand different ways. Do you like uh, hot chicken? Natural hot I chicken? I do. Ooh. There's not really a chicken type I dislike. Really? I bet you I eat a whole chicken every day. That's what you've said before. That is inappropriate. I know. Um, here's can I, can I just get real really quick? Yeah. I know this isn't a thing for me, but... I don't like most chicken because they. Oh gosh, you're not feeling. (laughs) Sorry, guys. I was just barfed. What is it? There is a tendon that you get in chicken when you make it. It's that little hole. I can't. Like I I literally. I can do that. I'm I'm incubation going on right now. Let's go. I can see the light like in the chicken house incubating the eggs. Yes. Oh, this is full circle. Getting an Uber. The thing is about chicken is I know it's like the least common denominator. Even if it's dry, I can eat it with some sauce. Like, (laughs) the worst version of chicken is still edible. If I'm in Honduras and I need something to eat, like a little chicken on a steak will do. Yeah. If I'm which in, is every, every every Tuesday. Like, yeah, it's great. Yeah. It, wherever you Honduras, are. Honduras, yeah. yeah. I don't Any know. other places? In the world. Yeah. New York City. Yeah. What, <laughs> name, name three, little chicken. chicken. Name three other places in New that you York, could be. You, right? could be in, you could be in Del Mar. Go. You could be in uh, Haiti. Two, one more. You could be in Munich. <laughs> they don't have much chicken in chicken Munich. Chicken on a actually. stick in Munich? Yeah. I mean... Munich is more like all. When Give I was, me three more cities. Go, 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 go. You could be in Frankfurt. Go. Let's just keep Germany go. going. Uh, you could be in um, nope. my hometown of Owasso, Oklahoma. One more. Or uh, you know Brentwood, Tennessee. Yeah. Chicken tastes the same everywhere. Wow. It's great. Packing up the dreams. <laughs> okay. Uh, last thing that made you laugh really hard. Oh gosh, probably. Apparently, your son breaking his leg. Oh. Uh, yeah, more of the video of him. My wife was like, what happened to your foot? And he said, broke it. Like the happiest that he's ever. And I was like, oh my gosh, this kid. He's so funny. Oh, he, he is. He's a little bit of Jesus for me. Oh, he like showed me some bright things in life, even in the midst of um, broken bones. Love that. Cute little four-year-old. Okay, bad habit. <laughs> oh, so many. Oh, man. Right now, I think I'm 
I'm literally need a 12 step program because I'm addicted to fruit snacks. I'm addicted to fruit snacks. I'm addicted to fruit snacks. This, it sounds stupid and y'all don't at me, but I'm for sure addicted. Really? Yeah. How, how many packs do you have a day? Uh-oh. And it's okay. This is a safe place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It could be a box. Like, what's a box? Like a Costco box? Give us Are we the talking? number. Yeah, it's 20. the first step. Just you give, give 20, the number. 20 bags? 20 bags. <laughs> Easy. A day? I'm not judging. I, I grab them in handfuls. <laughs> yeah. Multiple times a day. Like, if they're in my house, they're gone in a day. It's, it's not you, bad. though. It's the small packaging. It's, it's You know what? Let's blame that. Let's blame that. We'll blame the small packaging. <laughs> I'm really addicted. Yeah. Yeah, this is that's place. my worst habit right now. Mm. Uh, and my wife told me the other day, she's like, hey, could you start, instead of telling me the things that you don't like, maybe start saying the things that you like think are going good? In life? In life. <laughs> so I have a bad habit of, of pointing out the things that are going badly. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I'll try. I really love this maple tree in our backyard <laughs> and the shade that it provides but the leaves that it leaves <laughs> wah, but don't wah. get me started that's right and the dogs that pee on this uh, when Moy uh, brings her dogs over i know no my no. stupid puppy I, miss them. Right. Oh. Um, I was gonna say current obsession but you might have just said it with the with the fruit snacks yeah mm-hmm. yeah I'm trying to get my life back to some sort of normalcy and make sure that I'm providing for my family, which is going to spiral into poor habits and decisions. And <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> all right. I can see it. Crux. Oh, you know, who's that guy with all the face tattoos uh, that has his Post own Malone. brand? Post Malone's got yeah. his own. I haven't dove into the Crocs yet. Yeah. I haven't. Mm-hmm. But I am mm-hmm. doing socks and, and slides, which I feel like is one step away from Crocs. Yeah. Um, but I found these really comfy, kind of cushioned slides. But I haven't gone full crock. Wow. That's all I got. <laughs> I could go for days. I mean, bonus round, everything. though, because I do have one. I feel okay. like everybody has like an intense reaction. Ooh, go. Nicolas Cage. <laughs> I'm fine with Nick. You know what I mean? Yeah. The national treasures are a treasure. Yeah. Always. That dude has stayed busy. Yep. Yep. Like he's not the best looking man in the world, but oh. my gosh, like yeah. yeah. He's like a list actor. Is he like the equivalent of Nickelback for the acting community? That is incredible. <laughs> Say that again. Nicolas Cage Nickelback. is the equivalent of Nickelback. Wow. Like Okay, okay. okay. Well, say, because say, say what Nickelback is to music, Nicolas Cage is to acting. <laughs> Really yeah. successful. Yeah. Lots of people hate him. <laughs> There's no lie. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. Well, okay. I love his movies. So if you're watching right now, Nick, Nick I love your movies and I'll watch them anytime. Gone in 60 seconds? Let's just name some classics. Guys, face off. Face off. Oh, face off. Oh. So strong. That was a good one. Yeah, I, I will I will generally, I when I see it, I'll go, Ugh. But I'll and watch it. Watch the whole I'll thing. watch the crap out of that thing. <laughs> That's right. I'm fine. You know, I kind of wish that I would take that career. Yeah. I don't care if people like me. Yeah. Let me cash mm. some checks. Yeah, they don't. That's the coolest part. I feel like you're what Nicolas Cage. <laughs> so we understand uh, Nicolas Cage. Yeah. This I get it. I get it, we Nick. We get yeah. it. Like receding hairline right there with you. Okay. It's all good. What do you mean? Why'd you look at me? I didn't. I'm talking about myself. <laughs> it's fine. 
get that far in your life that successfully. Yeah, I feel the same about Mark Wahlberg. Okay, oh, I, yes. I loved him in Passion of the Christ. That's we we watched that. Yeah, most days. He was the so. the centurion. No, no, no. He was just Barnabas. Shredded, <laughs> just jacked over there. I mean, yeah, just all ripped. <laughs> I can't rock star with you guys. <laughs> okay, so this week, this upcoming Stand week. Up <laughs> Wait, um, what band was Mark in? Uh, uh, is it not New Kids? Is it New Kids? Oh no, kid? his brother was New Kids on the oh, block. Oh, right, right, right. He no. Was, he was a Calvin Klein model. Wasn't he in one of the bands though? Wasn't Mark? I don't think he was. He was in Rockstar the movie. Marky Mark in the f- Marky Mark was oh. a rapper. Yes. In the Fresh Bunch. Don't ask Fre- me. Uh, nope. In the Fresh Bunch. <laughs> the Fresh Bunch. <laughs> this is bad. This was, it was uh, like Mickey Mouse Club band. Mark, Mark, I just know it. Old movie. Marky Mark in the Funk Bunk. Funk Bunch. Shoot. I don't think that's Say it. Funk Bunch five times fast. I don't want to say that. <laughs> don't do it. Okay, we back, know the ending. back to Crocs. <laughs> Period. Okay, so this week's experiment uh, <laughs> we're diving into, I think it'll be really great. I know it'll be really great. So the expectations, we're talking about expectation, expect God, so this past week. Then this is about self, and next week is about ex- expectations of others. Mm-hmm. So this week we're going to talk about what are our expectations of ourselves walking mm-hmm. into life. What do we expect from ourselves? I, I expect perfection. Yeah. I really do. Like I, yeah. I, when I drop something, I mean, Hillary's uh, so often getting on me about this because I will drop something and I'm like, you idiot. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally, I, and sometimes now I don't say it because I've got kids and I'm, I know they're watching. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I won't say, you idiot anymore. I'll, but in my heart, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, you're such an idiot. You knew that was going to fall. Yeah. Yeah. I tend to blame other people, I think. Same thing, though. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, no, I was good. You screwed this up. Your expectation that, then is that you were right. That I was probably right. But mm-hmm. there's no way that I am every time. Mm-hmm. Is there? No, it's similar. I think I had a friend once, just out of the blue. Like, I don't think I've ever seen you trip. <laughs> I was like, oh, I trip all the time. But I'm like, no. Because I'm always <laughs> no, watching my step. But it was true. And then I did. I think I did trip. And it was kind of like everyone just kind of froze. Because I, I also relate with perfectionism. Uh, like, I live in, like, the peripheral vision of of mm-hmm. my world. Like, I'm always seeing what's close to the outside of my sight, so I'm prepared. Are you okay with, like, do you expect reasonable things from yourself? Mine are realistic. My Mm -hmm. expectations of myself are realistic. Like, I know what I can do, and I know I can do it. At peak performance. Thank you. At peak Mm. performance, I can totally do these things. Yeah. But I'm just, it's impossible to be at at peak performance at all times. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I get really mad at myself with those things. I think sometimes my expectations of my parenting, you know, uh, I, I have got really high expectations of my parenting, yeah. but I pretty much blow that every day. Yep. Hmm. And it's been really hard. I think it's why parenting has been so hard for me. Mm-hmm. And I love it. Gosh, I love my kids so much, but they also are revealing things in me that are broken. Yep. And one of those things is my expectations of myself and how mm-hmm. yeah. things should go. Can you guys, when you know your expectations are uh, not going to get met, can you still stay in it and like be okay with missing the mark but still doing well? Or do you bail? 
my expectations on me clash with the expectations of others about me. Does that okay. make sense? Okay, so th- these two are going to be pretty convoluted. Yes, like people see me in a way that I do not see myself all yeah. the time, like all day. I used to tell my counselor, like, I think I have, without trying to offend anyone with this word, but I'm like, I think I have love dysmorphia. Like, I think people see me in a way, and I'm like, what? No, that makes no sense, uh-huh. you know? So, like, even with singing. I don't know how to accept when people are like, man, you are a person who riffs. And I'm like, no, I'm not. Don't even ask me to do it. I'm not that kind of R&B singer. I promise. Or you're this, you're hilarious. I'm like, no, I'm not. Just, uh, I'm awkward. And like, they just clash. Uh-huh. And so my expectation of me when I walk into a room, and as much as you'll tell, like, I'm just very observant for a while because I'm waiting to see what is expected of me. That's something I clash with all the time where people are like, Moy is this. And I'm like, where did you get that from? Yeah. Cause I'm this, and this is what I'm expecting of me. And they never line up. Mm -hmm. So that's like a thing with me. Does God have expectations of us? Sometimes I feel like God's expectations aren't as high as mine. And maybe they're not. I don't know. I mean, go there. So what does God expect? I mean, it might be the wrong word, but let's just go with it. Maybe Hmm. just to, and then whatever else happens is good mm-hmm. and just to be for me is like a death sentence in my uh, mind uh, I can't sit on the couch I can't like even if I'm sick I like can't stay still I need to feel like I'm doing or achieving yeah, yeah, or yeah. earning mm-hmm. even in scripture it's like there's so many times when he's like just be still right leave me beside the still waters like lay me down and these passion like there's like these all of these rest moments it's like be still and know i'm god i'm so with you my expectations of myself i i can't just sit and watch tv like without feeling crazy guilty mm-hmm. mm. i mean so i don't you know yeah. i i just and if those moments that i do i'm like oh you could have been doing x y or z it's such high expectations on me but again it's based on my value for mm-hmm. god yeah. so my expectations of myself are based on my value yeah. and in this week's experiment Mm -hmm. is because I'm already loved from a place of being already loved Mm -hmm. and valued, just show up, be here now. Yeah. That's, that's actually the practice. Dang it. Is just, (laughs) is just show up, be here now where we are as just loved. Yeah. That's going to be really hard for me and I don't know how to do that and that's kind of why I wanted to make an an experiment you know Uh what would that look like it makes me think of Oswald Chambers that's my guy I could quote him for days and he he would say like what is the will of God you are the will of God Uh and that would just be like no because I don't know who I am (laughs) and I don't know what I'm supposed to be and so don't Uh tell me I'm God's like already happy with me and in love with me and all these things you know I'm like, no, that gets me like so lost in my head because I'm like, but I still don't know what that's supposed to look like or be. Wow. Mm-hmm. Back to the freaking dogs. Like, yes. I don't know what's expected, so I can't fulfill what you need. And sometimes I'll do that with myself. I'm like, I don't know why I'm mad. I don't know why I'm irritated. I don't know why I feel like this. Yeah. Expecting to like endure all the time or overcome all the time because okay. that's who I've been made and victory. And, yeah. you know, yeah. it's like, man, like, just be. Just be present in your emotion. Just be present in a day full of whatever it is. Yeah. You know, instead of just like, no, God expects me to be like 
an endurer. Well, and I expect that God expects me exactly, to be. which yeah. is really what it is, yeah. right? He's not like, dang, boy, it's two p.m. It's been yeah. four hours. Yeah. You've been praying the same thing. I yeah. think he's just like, I love you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm here with you. Yeah, God is more like the dog. Right, he's when like I walk I just... <laughs> this dumb dog oh that we have, this stupid puppy. I mean to it, to be honest, guys. Yeah. I ignore him, her. I like. <laughs> I don't even know what gender it is. Yeah, right. it doesn't yeah. even matter. Like this dog, every time I come home, loses her mind. Yeah, excited to see me. It is fascinating. And I'm and I just look at my wife and I'm like, what is this? Maybe God's kind of doing the same thing. Just mm. loses his mind to be with us. And we're like, what? Me? Mm-hmm. What? I haven't even been kind to you, mm-hmm. you know, ever. Yeah. yeah, this would be interesting. Okay, so this week, the experiment that we're going to try is because we're already loved, just show up. Like, show up in that place. That is the experiment. So what would that look like this week? And whoever you're doing life with or... I don't know, figuring life out with, uh, why don't you just talk to them about this or even just invite them into this? Maybe even have them check out this podcast so you can do this with them. It's so much better when we can do this stuff in relationship versus Mm -hmm. just trying to do it alone. So who are you doing this stuff with, even doing these experiments with? Because I I guarantee you that you will be different on the other side of it. Mm. So uh, let's try that this week uh, with our expectations of ourselves because we're already loved. Let's just show up with that posture.